Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Tiffany Show. I am your host, Tiffany Rosdale. Ohayo gozaimasu. This is my first episode of my podcast. For most of you who doesn't really know who I am, I guess most of you doesn't really know who I am because I never really shared about myself. Let us start by having a little bit of introduction about myself. My name is Tiffany, but my real name is not Tiffany. My real name is Arniel. I am grateful for my real name. Though I never really used it most of my life, my mom, my dad gave me a name. I appreciate them for giving me a name, but for me, it's not really for me. The name Tiffany came later after I did my transition. I was born and raised in Manila, Philippines. I'm turning forty-three this year. I grew up. In a very complicated situations, I didn't grow up with my mom. I didn't grow up with my dad. A lot of times, we were raised by different relatives. I really had a rough childhood. This first episode, I want to just be true. I just want to be real. I just want to be raw about the real me. I never opened up to public. I never talked about myself on public. I didn't f- feel that I have to. After all this realization came to me that I need to speak out. I have to be more authentic about myself. I know that right after I share this about me, a drastic change will come to my life for the better and for the good. I'm sweating so much right now. <laughs> I am not just used to sharing stories about myself, especially the truth. I've always never talked about my truth. So I was born genetically as a male. I started transitioning when I was in high school. My parents didn't understand. Who the real me back then? I could not say that they supported me because they didn't want to accept. Probably, for my mom, most of the time we weren't with her when I was a kid. While my dad, when me and my siblings were with him during our childhood, he probably knew, but he didn't wanted to accept the truth. In the beginning, back then my support system was the friends that I made during my high school days. The good thing about being in school, there's a lot of kids like me. I've seen a few older than me around my school, and those were the times that I realized I was really different. We didn't have any social media. We don't have any image on TV. Or celebrities, or anything, but there were plenty during my school days. They act like me. They kind of hang out with girls, same as me. Yeah, and back then I never hang out with boys. I've always hang out with girls, and a lot of my girlfriends in high school 
were very understandable about my gender. All my girlfriends who really was there for me, hang out with me, supported me, accepted me. Also, meeting all these kids like me, accepted me in the community. Although it was not a big community, it was a small community. I felt I belong. I had the freedom to be me without any judgment from anyone. There were still bullies from other kids, other people labeling you. In the Philippines, it's called faggot, bakla. And that was the word that I've always heard everywhere. I didn't understand why they have to label you with a certain word. Again, the bullies were there the whole time of my high school life, even up until college. Every time I went to different schools, I was lucky to have support systems from friends because I was never open to my family. It was never a topic about my gender in my family back then. Though at times they will kind of talk about it, but not really. It's not an acceptance. It's just in denial truth. And I didn't know how to open up about it to them until I was in college when I had my relationship. I didn't want to hide my relationship. I didn't also introduce my past relationships in my family properly. One day I met this guy that likes me and I liked him and he had a relationship. And there were times he will visit me at my place. I wasn't the one visiting him because his family will probably not understand. So he will visit my place. So those were the first times my dad and my mom kind of understood who really I was. Until I had the opportunity to come here in Japan. My mom invited me to come over to Japan. I was doubting to come at the same time because I still had the relationship with someone. And I never really thought about coming to Japan. Back late 90s, I've seen a few really beautiful trans women in the Philippines who would always join Miss Gay Beauty Contest. Every time I hear stories, they all came from Japan. So I was wondering what is in Japan that made them transform into gorgeous, beautiful trans women. So it was a, it was a bit of a hard decision. Having a relationship, I wanted to transform. Then... One day, when I finally moved here in Japan, my mom took me to a show where all these beautiful trans women walk working. After seeing all those beautiful trans women made me felt that I wanted to be like them, 100%. There this, there's this few girls I'm so fascinated and mesmerized about their beauty and how gracefully walk the stage, they dance. They're so feminine. And I thought, I want to be like them. 
I really respected my mom for accepting me. Compare when I was in my childhood where there was this moment of me and my mom I will never ever forget because she never bought me a Barbie doll. <laughs> I know. There was this one moment we went shopping and she was asking me what, what do I really want and I couldn't tell her soon. We were trying to go around. They brought me to uh, boys' toys. I never find myself playing those toys, so I didn't put an interest. After telling her I want the Barbie, she did not give me the Barbie. I literally cried the whole day that I couldn't have the Barbie. That was the moment of me and my mom that I thought she would probably not understand. We had another moment together watching this beautiful women's shows and I told her I want to be like them. This is the life that I wanted and she just understood. And I had an approval that, yeah, you can do whatever you want as long as you're happy and you're not doing bad things. So I'm really grateful for my mom's understanding. I could totally understand why the acceptance 100% wasn't there when I was a kid with my parents. They don't know better. They only know the fact there were people like me. I know all they wanted for me to have a good career, good future. They didn't have this role model or understanding about trans people back in the days. My transition continued when I started working for being a showgirl in Tokyo for quite a long time. I promised my mom that I will save money for my transition. I didn't ask anything from them. I only asked for their understandings. My dad was the hardest because I didn't tell him soon before I went to fully transitioned. Because I don't think he will understand. Well, my mom, I told her that it's not a permission. It's, um, it's, it's the thing that I really wanted to do. I want her understanding. And she gave me that. Although it wasn't really easy for her part too. Because she doesn't know what's going to happen after my transition. She was worried most of the time. Which I really understand. Because uh, even me when I... When I went for my transition, I didn't know better. All I know is if I go to the fully transition, that I, that I will have a bright future. That I will not live for fully. That I will not live for people judging me. I will not live for scarcity. I was scared when I finally decided to do my fully transition. But that's the only way I think that I can overcome another challenge in my life. 
before I went for my fully transition, I had a few challenging experiences because of my gender. I was close to being in a situation that I almost got killed. I never talked about this. There were a few times in my life where I was lucky. I never got killed by these people who I encountered. These few guys that I met didn't understand and I don't blame them. Again, this is all ignorance and not understanding. Having those experiences, I thought getting the fully transition and once I have it, I would probably have that part of struggle anymore, which was actually not true. Life goes on, but still, there are always struggles. One of the hardest parts in my life that I did was the fully transition. That in order for me to survive, is to do it. I didn't have any other choice. I was so scared when I did it. I'm lucky to have uh, one of my siblings, my younger sister, who truly supported me throughout the transition. She was there for me because my mom couldn't be with me. Although my mom understand and she just, she just probably don't want to see me suffer. I asked my younger sister to be with me and she was there. She was helping me. She saw my struggle. She saw my transition. I couldn't probably do it by myself. She was there with me the whole time. The love for my sister. I really am grateful for that. Then after my transition, I thought I can live fully as a woman. I left my past, tried to live with the new me, going back to my career as a showgirl. I've always appreciated my career as a showgirl, the opportunity of having the job, being in the glitz and glam, wearing these fabulous costumes, people appreciating you for your talent. I would never, ever forget that because it gave me a lot of lesson of how to communicate. Because living in Japan as a hostess, you really need to have a good knowledge of or a skill in communicating. That's how I learned how to communicate. It also taught me a lot about Japanese people more, as well as their cultures and traditions. That's how I also learned my Japanese skills. Ever since I was a kid, I will make a stage on my own, putting on towels as a costume, putting towels in my hair as my long hair. I've always wanted to perform. I've always wanted to dance. That part of my life, being a showgirl, made one of my dreams came true of being a show performer. I have loved my showgirl times, having that career and just be there the whole 
time of my life. But I didn't really see myself in my future. So I tried changing careers from being a showgirl to doing modeling gigs, being an event producer, doing PR marketing. I tried to fit in and having the privilege of passing, of looking like a woman, being in a, in a normal industry, which can be really challenging. The reputation of working as a showgirl hostess or working in the nightlife industry wasn't always a good reputation. So I thought about changing careers. I thought I can use my skills of being artistic and being creative by doing events. Luckily, after doing the first event in Tokyo, was a huge success. I thought I can continue doing it for a while. Little did I know, it all has a setback, all has a negative impact on me later on. Though most of the part were very positive and it's always been fun, connecting to different people, socializing, being in an industry that I love, which is fashion and entertainment. I think I was just truly blessed to have that all connections and all the successful events that I did. Being known in the nightlife industry and entertainment world in Tokyo, which every time I travel, it automatically connects me to people in different cities, especially big cities. It was a big achievement. I was proud of myself for achieving such goals. Then I realized later that I still felt not out there. The idea of thinking that I'm a woman after the fully transition and not being my real self, not living the real me, I felt not fully happy inside me until there's the dream relationship I'm going to get, which I will probably talk in a different episode because this will take forever. <laughs> That one particular relationship woke me up. Another complete transition came into me. A transition inside me. That one particular relationship taught me to love myself even more. To get to know the real me. To get to really understand what's inside me. And then I realized I've been really struggling with a lot of guilt of not coming out to anyone. Some friends that I talked about it, I came out as me. It's always been a struggle because I couldn't find words. I couldn't find the right moment. I couldn't find the right timing. I am not sure if they're going to accept me or not. It's all this that is in my mind. Why should I have to process in that situation, in order for me to be accepted. I didn't understand. At times, I was weak, or I was just being coward, or I was just being really scared of what the reaction I will get from people, especially the people that you have connected. There were some moments in my life where I really thought about doing suicidal 
at the thought of ending my life and ending everything because it wasn't it wasn't that easy to live the thought of ending my life was probably one of the worst things I've imagined and if the one one of the most things I've thought I I I did I was scared I was at the same time I could give up everything because I never thought I could I never thought I did my best I'm sorry the struggles that I've had I never talked about this to anyone because I'm ashamed of my weakness I'm glad I surpassed those moments and I'm still here every single day I am grateful that I still have this amazing life that has given me I will never take that for granted again I will never even think that I will get closer to those moments anymore I know I'm here because I have a purpose I had an immense gratitude to my family and to all my friends who had been supporting me in my transition journey also for loving me for who I am I would like to have this opportunity to say I'm very sorry and ask for forgiveness to anyone in my past that I wasn't able to to open up the real me I'm hoping for your understanding and for your for your forgiveness so to all my listeners who has a friend who is in the LGBTQ plus community if you have family member who is just coming out and telling you about them there's so many out there like me that couldn't come out because they think they're not safe they think if they come out it might cause some misunderstandings definitely for most of all is for their safety if they don't feel safe there's no way for them to probably come out and say their true self even though if you know if one of your friend and one of one of your family member is one of the lgbtq plus community don't ask let them tell you because i believe they will tell you in the right moment when they feel safe when they feel they're ready give them the attention that you are there for them no matter what the situation is it is very important for them to know that you really support them and that you are someone they can talk to about everything it's better to remind them that you are there as a friend or as a family member to support do whatever you can to ensure that they are in a safe judgment-free environment don't try to cure them they're the only ones who can cure themselves and don't try to dictate their life they live in a different mindset just let them be them 
offer support when they need it, if they ask for it. If one day they finally come out to you and say their truth, just be there. Just listen. Listen without judgment and seek to understand what they are saying and when they express themselves. Listen to hear how they are feeling. This is also another important thing which I didn't have is ask them how you can support them if they're having a hard time. This one that you shouldn't probably doing is to never intend to out them to anyone or tell anyone about them once they came out to you. It makes things unsafe for them, not just physically, but also emotionally, economically, and psychologically. Once they come out to you, always remember that they are the same friend, same family member you've always had. They are just showing you they're more comfortable now with you, able to reveal this part of themselves to you. Accepting them 100% will be very helpful. This has been really emotional. I really wanted to speak out because I know there's so many people like me who is still finding their way out of the closet because they don't feel safe. They don't feel that it's the right thing to do. I hope this can give them an inspiration. I'm hoping one day you will also do it too. I am really grateful now that we live in a world where a lot of people are more understanding. A lot of people are more eager to learn. This podcast, my new journey, and making this as a platform for learning, for supporting my brothers and sisters in the LGBTQ community. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. I hope you will have an amazing day. I love you. Don't forget to sprinkle kindness to everyone.